Before we begin, we'd like to acknowledge that we're recording, producing, and promoting this podcast on the stolen lands of the Bidjigal and the Boon people. This always was and this always will be Aboriginal land, and in a project dedicated so heavily to decolonization and Indigenous liberation, it's really important that we acknowledge that as settlers, we are also trying to do our best to be accomplices to the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people whose land it is upon which we live. Hello and welcome to episode 2 of Pacifically. Hosted by Melanesia's Notorious Sons, I am your host, Dylan and this is my co-host, Dylan Wolfgram. Hello, Dylan. Bulubunake, everybody. Bulubunake, how are you? Um, I'm doing I'm doing alright. Last week was a bit of a shit show, but you know, it's a new week, yep. and we're vibing. And it's only Monday. Exactly. What about you? How are you doing? I'm not too bad. Today, today was a, a bit of a hectic day. The past week um, was also very hectic, but uh, I guess it was, you could say it was all right. Got uh, don't really have much to complain about, which is always a good thing. But um, yeah, other than that, I can't. Yeah, it was wasn't too bad. wasn't too bad. I guess an average week. Yeah. Not exciting or not boring either. So it worked out. Yeah. So, um, thank you for tuning in. Um, just brief apologies for the quality of last week's episode. We <laughs> have since gotten our shit together, and we can yes. guarantee that this week the audio is going to be chef's kiss. It was actually, to be honest, the audio problem was my problem, really. <laughs> like, yeah, it was it was all me. So I do apologize. I was using I was back in 2019, but now we're in 2021, and I've undergone a full makeup period um, run, and hopefully it's coming through a lot cleaner, a lot clearer, um, and a lot smoother. And you don't get all of the rust that you had last week. Yeah, but so thank you, thank you for taking me through the process. No worries. Um... If you did stick it out and listen to the episode, I personally thought it was genius content, but, you know, I hope you guys enjoyed it. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, like, you know, we were talking, we were talking off air. It was actually, it it did take me by surprise. Did it take you by surprise after listening to it, like listening back to it and just, it was actually really fun. Yeah, I, I mean, like, not to take away from like, how talented we are, but I honestly <laughs> thought it would be like it'd sound a bit too much like two mates catching up, and you're kind of like an outsider, not really going like understanding what's going mm. on. But you know, it ended mm. up being quite good. Yeah, no, I was very, I was very happy with it. We had good, good start. It was a good start. Um, but now we're here, ep two. Yeah. How funny would it be if we spent, like, the first five minutes of this podcast, like, sucking our own dicks, like, oh, damn, (laughs) episode one was 
fire. <laughs> and then, like, everyone listening is like, actually, that chick sucked yeah, ass. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, it put, to be honest, there'll probably be some people who did listen to it. If they did, they'll probably say that. But you know what? We don't give a shit about you. Okay? We're all about positivity and moving forward. Period. And improving. Period. So, so go suck your fart. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> um, I, That's going to stay in. Okay. <laughs> Damn, okay. Um, but yeah, also... Um, not that you guys can see, but this time around, I decided to put a bit more effort into my appearance on the Zoom call by not wearing a fucking bathrobe and a stained t-shirt under it. So, things are looking up. Now you just got a vest. Period. My thirst trap vest. (laughs) You know what? You should put yourself on that. Literally. (laughs) Yeah. You should. You should. But uh, how, how was your weekend? What did you, you get up to? Um, honestly, I had a bit of a shit week. Bitches were racists, but oh, it all worked out. So um, we're not going to talk about it because, you know, like you said, let's not like dwell on shitty, you know, things. But the main takeaway from that situation is, you know... Some people that claim to be anti-racist actually are anti-racist, and they come through. So it's oh, well, it's good. yeah. Shout out to whoever you are. Yeah, I'm gonna send you this episode so you know I'm talking about you. I also, anyway, fuck it. Happy birthday. We're recording this on your birthday today, so like, um. Oh well, happy birthday. Shout out to you. Yeah. Wait, do I know this person? No, I wouldn't know nah. this person. Would I? Um. Yeah. We probably know, like, two people in common. Yeah. Happy 45th birthday. It was great to be able to share this experience with Long <laughs> on your birthday. Um, oh, my God. But, yes. But that's, not, that's not the person's actual age. No. Oh, okay. I was going to say. That's, like, happy th- surprisingly... Happy <laughs> that, like, that's surprisingly close to what I'm going to bring up later, but... Yeah. Okay. Um, what about you? What's your past week been like? Um, well, since we did our first one, our first episode, what happened? Um, oh, I had a major screw up at work. Oh, shit. Uh, like that. So I usually like to get things done from Monday to Thursday. As you know, as, mo- I, I, as I guess most people would to make sure that Friday is free, right? You can sort of have an easy start to the weekend. But I woke up on Friday morning and just got this email, read it, and I was like, no. And I do- it was, this was something I tripled, quadrupled, checked the shit out of before I sent it. Ah, oh, fuck. And then when I went in on it, I was like, oh, no. And then my boss started ignoring me for a couple of hours. Then oh. you get that sign. I was like, ah, oh, shite. Um, but that was Friday. But to be honest, most of the week... Yeah, week was average. I mean, I was just, I'm actually just drained. I was, um, I picked my sister up earlier from work and, um, I was just telling a friend who I was speaking to online. I'm just, do you ever get that, to that moment where your head's just so full that you just really don't want to do anything and you just don't want to think at all? Yeah, that's my, um, 24 seven. 
<laughs> like, like, I f- I, like yeah. legit. I feel like a cardboard board. Like to be honest, I feel like cardboard at the moment. Yeah, I just. It's just, yeah, anything can hit me and it's just, I'll blow that way. And if I'll get wet, then, you know, but yeah, at the moment I'm just, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a good start, but today was a bit hectic, but other than that, nothing to complain about. Yeah, that's so good. So what can you do, right? You can only, uh, take what's thrown at you and turn it into gold. Is that a saying I, I think so. (laughs) I think so. Oh my god! <laughs> where, where I'm from, anyway. That that that's a saying. But uh, what caught your attention this past week? Um, oh, I thought we were switching it up. I thought we were gonna start off. Oh, yeah. we had that first question. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. How about? I think I think. How about we start with there because my one's very deep, and it's okay. You know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> or we can. Or we can rock paper scissors. And, um, yeah, we can figure out what question's going to go first. Okay. So, rock, paper, scissors, on scissors, we do the sign. Okay. Yes. To listeners at home, I hope you find this entertaining. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. On to the... <laughs> oh, we paper, paper. Okay. All right, give me some odds. Um, it's fine. You go first. You make the choice. No, no, no. Give, give me odds. Um, I don't even know what that means. Is that a sports okay, term? So, no, no, no. So, okay, so give me some odds, right? So we've got how many questions we've got? We've got six questions now. Right? Yeah, we've added one. More. Yeah. So give me, give me, uh, give me odds between one and six. Zero, sorry, zero and six. And then at the same time, we have to say a number. Yeah. And if we land on the same number, if we ch- if we choose the same number, the person who um, who gave the odds loses. Okay, right. that. So if, if, if Dylan, if that, you give me odds and I say that, I get to pick the question. Dylan, um, <laughs> I failed stats five times, five times in a row. I shit you not. I failed stats at university five times in a row, and only this past May did I scrape by and pass that course. So you're. I'll give you odds. No, <laughs> we're not once. doing... We'll try once, we'll try once, we'll try once. Oh my we'll god, okay, fuck. Okay. Uh. Three, right? So it has to be any number between one and three. Okay. All right. On three, pick a number. Okay. All right. Three, two, one, one. Two. two. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I told... <laughs> Dylan. All right. You're... What's new in Melanesia? Okay. Uh, so this is this is just for background. This is a, a question that um, is going to be at the top of every episode after we've checked in with each other, um, just to to make sure that it um, is relevant to to exactly we are Melanesia's notorious sons. Period. Um, and we want to make sure that uh, things within Melanesia is covered and um, talked in length about and provided uh, good detail, just so you know that we're not. Um, talking smack i guess yeah but it's also a good for you for whoever's listening um you know whatever comes up every week be a, a a good opportunity to i guess to hear some things that you don't normally hear about things happening in melanesia and melanesian countries that you you know may be hearing for the first time yeah we are very educational specifically yeah specifically um number one education podcast in the south pacific yeah <laughs> 
okay, I'm gonna let's. Okay, I know you said yours is heavy, but I'm gonna ask you for yours first because okay, um, you asked me first last episode, so let's switch it up. Okay. Yeah. Um. So what's new in Melanesia? So I'm going to be talking about Fiji. Okay. Um, this this happened over the week. Um, so the Fiji Bureau of Statistics released uh, survey results um, in the 2019 to 2020 house, household income and expenditure survey. Now, some of those results from that survey um, were were results based on ethnicity and religion. Okay. So that was released, I believe... Now, someone can correct me if I'm wrong. I believe it was released on Monday or Tuesday of last week. A few days later... Um, oh, sorry. Before I get to that. So, those results showed that there were mass... or There was a big, big gap in poverty between the... Um, Sorry, it didn't show a good picture in terms of poverty within Fiji. Okay. Uh, so, well over 300,000 um, Fijians of who are Itoke, indigenous Fijians, live below, well below the poverty line, compared to, according to those results, compared to 50,000 are of Indian descent or Indo-Fijians. Um, and then a few, uh, about 5% is of other minority groups in Fiji. Um, and it also showed that what... Just over 120,000 um, Christians, according to the results, live well below the poverty line, compared to something like 50 to 70,000 Muslim, Methodist, etc., and so forth. Okay. Um, so it didn't put the government in a very good light. Yeah. Especially over the amount of, in my opinion, boasting that they like to do. Um, every chance they get to tell the world how good they have been for the country. Um, but the good Attorney General, Sayed Kayum, Ayaz Sayed Kayum, decided to hold a press conference and to discredit the Fiji Bureau of Statistics, the people who did the results, and the very next day, the CEO was fired. Oh my god. So this all happened within the last couple of days. So... Kimueli uh, Nangama, who was who's now the former Fiji Bureau Statistics CEO, was fired um, because, according to law, I'm correct. Now someone can correct me, but according to law, but and according to the policies of uh, the current Fijian government, you cannot do or undertake surveys based on religion or ethnicity. Because this survey was had elements, um, or a large part of it had to do with uh, those distinctions of groups, um, he was fired for doing his job. Um, and it's just a common theme that I'm finding, uh, that when the current Fiji government doesn't like being criticised, or there are reports that come out showing just how bad of a job they are doing, they go and dis- you know they go and discredit the people that are criticizing them um are constantly telling the people of Fiji that they are uneducated 
And I'm not paraphrasing here. Those are words that have been used by both the Fiji PM and the good old Attorney General. Um, but it just also goes to highlight the fact that um, Fiji is living in a masked democracy. Um, and this is a, it's, they're very consistent in firing people or um, letting go of people who don't l listen to them or don't follow their instructions to AT. Now, just before I finish up, the survey did highlight the state of poverty in Fiji, but I do acknowledge the report needs to be read in full context and isn't as black and white. But the government decided to hold a press conference and uh, do what it has always done when it doesn't like when what's been reported or when it is when they have been criticised, and that is call out and try to discredit those individuals or bodies. Um, so yeah, that's that's from my anyway. That's uh, that's what's new in Melanesia. Um, it's ironic because this is it's nothing new that's been happening. But um, yes, not to take up any more time. Fuck. That's uh. That's what's been going on this past week. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. I had no idea. Um, oh, I wasn't very clear. I was mumbling, but um, anyone can fact check me. But, you know, yeah. I'm not. It is. It has been widely covered. And it's very unfortunate, actually, because during the pandemic, another person has lost their job for simply doing their job. So, God. Um, yeah, very unfortunate. Yeah. Oh, that's such a nightmare. It's, yeah, look. Um, I'll, I'll leave it out before I start taking over this whole thing. Okay. But what's, what's, what's new in Melanesia for you? Uh, yeah, so um, just a drastically different shift in tone. Or maybe not. Who knows what the fuck I'm going to say in the next three minutes. Um, happy... Um, sorry, I'm doing the f math in my head. I'm so dumb. I'm. S this is why yeah. I didn't want to do this math game, Dylan. This is why. <laughs> I'm s like now. I ha like now. I so sound like a dumbass yeah, on air. No, you don't. No, you don't. Anyway, I did the math. Happy forty sixth anniversary to PNG for getting independence. Oh <gasps> Um, I feel so dumb because I didn't even... Oh, my gosh. I didn't even, like... I, I did know what happened, but I didn't even... Man. Yes. You, happy 46 Independence yeah. Day. I mean, I woke up to an indep happy Independence Day message from you, so I appreciated that. But, yeah. Um, happy for 46 to the homeland. Shout out to mm. um, my Virgo queen. Um, but, yeah, I just... How do you know it's Virgo? Because, How do you know she's Virgo? Because it's a Virgo season. <laughs> anyway, Dylan, oh. this is about me. Shush. So, yes, sorry. Um, yeah, so like, I have so much to say about this. So, 46 years sounds like a lot, but that's really fucking not when you think about the age of an entire fucking country. 46 years. Fiji's only 50... Fiji's only 51 years old. This yeah, year. yeah. Fiji's five years older than PNG. Um, but yeah, like... There's so... Oh my God. There's so much I can talk about. But I'm gonna like... Smash it down into a couple of bullet points. 
um, one, what the fuck? That's for everyone back home who decided to participate in Independence Day festivities. Bitch, I'm just as excited as you are. I'm just as proud as you are. But Delta is literally ripping through PNG's asshole. Mm. Why? Why? Why are you going to Independence Day events? These are super spreader events. So yeah, what the fuck? Also, just in general, colonization. Interesting topic. Does it end with independence? No, it does not. And that's something that I kind of want to highlight with like this What's New in Melanesia. Because, you know, even though we've been quote-unquote independent for less time than both my parents have been alive, mind you... It's been ridiculous when you see the fact that Australia still has an absolute fucking gorilla grip chokehold on PNG. Like, we got our independence, quote-unquote, from Australia on September 16, 1975. But before that, we were under the custodianship of the United Kingdom before they um, lost all their money in World War II and they palmed us off to the Aussies. And before that, we were fucking German. And then Dutch before that. You know, so much shit going on. Uh, Well, depending on, you know, where in the country it was the Dutch. But I'm just so frustrated that, like, every Independence Day, there's always discourse, like about, like, national pride and stuff. And, you know, I, like, I do participate in that because, like, even though nationalism is kind of fucked up, nationalism from, like, a quote-unquote liberated indigenous state is something worth celebrating. But at the same time, I'm just, like, so confused as to why there's no kind of criticism that comes up whenever we talk about Independence Day. Because, like, are we truly independent when we're relying so heavily on our former colonizers? Like, we are literally gripping onto Australia for dear life to help us through this COVID pandemic. And, like, honestly, it is their responsibility for, like, you know, like, we are their responsibility as, like, a formerly colonized state, because as colonization goes, you know, exploitation and oppression just, like, ruins a country and its people. But yeah, anyway, that is my What's New in Melanesia. Happy birthday to the motherland. But also, get your shit together. We need a revolution. Let's go. How does it... Okay, just, just on that. People may not understand also that Papua New Guinea also has a section of it that is currently under... um, An apartheid state. I'm so glad uh, you brought that up, actually. Um, Yeah, shout out to the siblings over the fucking arbitrary border that these colonizers drew through the middle of our island, the actual middle of our island. Mm. They gave, like, they literally tore us apart. 
after World War II, and they were just like, here, Australia, take the eastern part. That's mm-hmm. yours to exploit. And then they were like, oh, Indonesia, you want the western part? Even though they have nothing in common with you, ethnically, culturally, linguistically. Mm. Yeah, sure, do that. Oh, and while you're at it, why don't you fucking impose dystopian apartheid rules upon them? That's fun. So, yeah. You know, Independence Day for PNG should be a somber reminder that, like, work's never done until West Papua is free. You know? Facts. Based on period. Literally. Like, we have so much to celebrate, you know, escaping, like, colonization in any form is worth celebrating. But when you couldn't escape in one full piece, you still need to mourn what's been left behind, you know? So It's almost like... It's almost, it is, it is that summer feeling that you get, right? Because yes, on at one point, at half of that is, you know, and that's, that was definitely one of the first thoughts I had on, when was, oh wait, the 16th, when was that, on Wednesday? Thursday? Uh, you're it's literally Friday. asking someone that can't do math. Okay, what's the date today? So four days ago. So on Thursday, yes. Okay. Was that, <clears throat> It is, it you know, it was. It is great that PNG are celebrating the independence. Um, but then again, the first thing after, like, throughout that day, when I after I sent you that text, was it's still the whole Western tip that's just, you know, going through the shitter of apartheid and have been going on for since the Dutch gave them over to uh, the US, and then the US gave them to Indonesia. Yes, because an entire country and its people can be handed between states. Mm. Um, that's so normal. And after the UN failed them. Okay, but, don't get me started on the UN. The yeah, UN, let's, let's, I was about to ask on, I was like, yo, let's just... Yeah. Yep. Dylan, this is literally our first question and we're halfway <laughs> through the podcast. But... <laughs> but yes. I swear to yes, God, we're going to have to end that. up... We're gonna have to end up making these like ninety-minute episodes. Honestly, well, yeah, we've, we've covered we've we've covered Fiji and PNG in the first what's it been half an hour? Oh lord! And we promised ourselves yeah. it wouldn't go over. But an hour like, and half. <laughs> yeah, mm. ninety minutes is the cutoff. But yeah, before we you know move on, just like. Like, just be, like, super cognizant of all times, at all times, of what's going on in West Papua. Like, I know that, like, 2021 is such a shit show of a year, and it seems like every second week there's a global crisis. But, you know, every day the reality for our siblings across the border is just horrific, you know? Mm -hmm. And... It isn't even, like, the tip of the island. Like, we were Mm. sliced down the middle. Half of us is missing. So... Yes. Yeah. Free West Papua. Just a gentle reminder. 
exactly free West Papua. So just before we move on, I just want I just wanted to add this in here. So West Papuans are indigenous Melanesians with kin in Papua New Guinea, Vanuatu, Fiji, Solomon Islands, Bougainville, Kanakanu, Caledonia, and Torres Strait. After decades of Dutch colonial governance, we constituted 90%, 99% of the population under Indonesian administration since 1963. West Papuans now constitute just 47% with an annual growth rate of 1.84 compared to the non-Papuan rate of 10.82%. Slow motion genocide is blamed for... 546,126 missing Papuans. Now that at that time, this was almost a couple months ago and it's definitely grown since then, unfortunately. Uh, missing moist Papuans who have been assassinated, poisoned, exiled, burned dead, and I should have put a trigger warning in there, I do apologise, or not at all. Our brightest are incarcerated. The land, source of spirituality and sustainability is ravaged by miners and loggers. The waters, pristine in 1962, are polluted, and the unique flora and fauna is flogged in back markets across Java and Sulawesi. So, um, if you are listening and this is the first time you're hearing about West Papua, please go read up um, and and just look into the mass genocide that has been going on um, since 62. But uh, is there anything else you wanted to add before we move on to... um, Yeah... Um, just like quickly, in case, you know, you bitches are lazy, um, we're going to do the work for you. We'll put some links in the description. Um, Mm -hmm. just like click on those, have a read through. Um, we've both been like super staunch and vocal about this, but like Dylan and his family especially are super like knowledgeable about this stuff. So it's really important that, you know, this stuff is like always at the forefront of like the work we're doing. But yeah. Yeah. And just lastly on that, I do want to thank you, by the way. Um, oh. Because there was a moment um, when I was conflicted at work and I was doing my, well, my through my job, we were doing, um, one of the projects was working with the counterparts in Indonesia. And I reached out to you and uh, I, I don't know what it's not um it's not imposter syndrome I had I was you know when uh, how do I put this there was you know just you, you just there was just a conflict of ethics and morality going on where you yeah. were like and this was the first time I ever encountered it yeah especially to do with my work and I reached out to Long Island and I said hey I how should I best approach my bosses because I want to tell them that I don't want to be a part of any of this because it's the work, the project that it was going, that was, that was being done was going to bring in billions of dollars into the Indonesian economy. And especially with the way, um, how I feel about West Papua and the history of, um, of West Papua and the work that my family had previously done with countless others. I didn't know how to handle that, but I, I do want to thank you because you, you basically told me just tell it straight <laughs> and just say, Hey, I'm not doing this yeah. and which I did. And I think I was more, I was at a point where like, I was almost trying to please the master. Yeah. That's how I felt at the time. And because it was the first time I didn't, I didn't want to, you know, and I, how, what do you call it when you, you, Oh my gosh. Um, especially with, with people of color and minorities who try and 
Oh my god. Well, I sound like an idiot now and I'm just blabbering, but uh but thank you. But thank you. I'll, I'll when I figure out the word I'll come back okay. to Okay. Well you're so welcome. Um but yeah. That's um just So what's caught your eye this week? Dylan, I'm asking the questions. What's caught oh, your okay. eye this week? Two things I guess you can help me on. Um I it was we're moving into the world of fashion. Oh, it's fashion. Hello. Uh, it was Met Gala, obviously the aftermath of Met Gala. Yeah. And um, Little Nas X. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm not. Look, I'm. I, I will say I'm not a big fan of Little Nas X's music. I don't. I. I just don't gravitate to it at all, and, and it's just not my taste in music. Um. But what was your whole take on the Met Gala and AOC and that dress oh. and then Little Nas and his pregnancy and his photo shoot and all of that jazz? Bro, okay. First of all, um, Little Nas is factually my husband, so um, <laughs> I am in love with him. Secondly, I spent an hour talking about the Met Gala over on my Twitch stream, so I'll link mm-hmm. that in the episode description. But um, if I don't want to cut you off, yeah, can I ask you two questions? Yeah, because I, I, I really, I, I did. This was at the top. I did. So, with regard to the Mekala, is it okay that AOC? Um, we're talking about Alexandria. Wait, what's her name? Ocasio Cortez. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, who is the congresswoman from New York. Look at that. Yeah. She's from New York. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who wore a dress, a white dress, to the Met Gala saying, Tax the rich. So the first question is Is it okay for a congresswoman to do that? Or not, it's not that she can't, but do you think it was appropriate or did you have any take on that? The second question is, and I did see this throughout the week. Was Little Nas X being homophobic or transphobic by doing that photo shoot pretending to be pregnant? Because I did see that from some... Uh, from from the blogs, if you want to put it that way. So those are the two questions. Jesus, Dylan. We're supposed to be talking about you, but now you've turned the tables. Okay. These are... This is... Look, all I... I just... I put that down to say, this is what caught my attention, but I was actually going to ask you these questions, so... God. Fuck you. The... Uh... <laughs> Bro, I haven't even, like, finished unpacking the Lil Nas X, like, using pregnancy, you know, as potentially being transphobic. I, okay, fuck, Dylan, I swear to God, if I get cancelled for this... No, look, okay. though, I'm, those questions, I, 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 was, I was listening to um, something on YouTube... And it just like it just came across that yeah. uh, those questions were uh, yeah were asked was was little nice and I was like oh I'll ask Lingol on Monday because I know this is something that okay he'll have a take on okay I'll do my so yeah these are just questions these aren't my I don't these aren't my statements yeah so I'm, I'm nah, not it's yeah. it's all good I'm just being annoying so <laughs> I this is gonna sound like messy to some people but like hear me out I tend to not listen to criticism of black people 
unless they're coming from other black people. Because the reality is, a lot of times that we get hit with, like, accusations of being problematic or, like, every time we're just, like, being told that we're being fatphobic or, like, classist or, like, any of these things, it's always rooted in anti-blackness if the people speaking loudest are not black people. So, because of that, I didn't really buy into the notion that, like, this publicity stunt by Lil Nas X was transphobic because the vast majority of the people calling Nas transphobic were not black. So, obviously, I sought out the opinion of black trans people. I was just like, okay, y'all are bitches I can trust. Like, what's going on here? And then they were like, nah, it's fine. You know, like, obviously, black trans people aren't a monolith. But, like, this um, guy on Instagram, I can't remember his ad, but he did, like, an excellent breakdown of why... One, what Lil Nas X was doing isn't transphobic. And two, the criticism that he was transphobic is actually anti-blackness. And, like, to an extent, like, anti-like, black queerness. So, because of that, I tentatively don't think it was transphobic. Because the entire intention was not to make fun of men being pregnant or the fact that men can be pregnant. It was kind of like a tongue-in-cheek, like, literal interpretation of, like, this album is my baby. I've been working on it for, like, two to three fucking years. Like, I'm so excited. And, you know... So it's a metaphor. Yeah. It's a metaphor, and I feel like a lot of people online, especially in the middle of lockdown, just find it, you know, easy. Well, like, they find everything problematic, you know? Can I ask, is it because they think that he, they feel like he's deliberately taking the piss? Does that play into it? I think a lot of it is like, oh, he's a cis man that can't get pregnant, he shouldn't be talking about this at all. Right. And I'm just like, well, he's an artist, he's creating art. Like, not all art is supposed mm. to be palatable. And also, yeah, it's like, don't get me, st- I hate that man. Dylan, you literally made me so angry. No sidetrack, no sidetrack. No anyway, <laughs> so yeah, Lil Nas X, my take wasn't Mm-hmm. transphobic okay. but again i'm not trans so feel free to correct me aoc i was annoyed by the entire thing it was so performative it was hypocritical well like okay first of all tax the rich wrong three-letter word bitch <laughs> let me spell it out what? for you e-a-t we're gonna eat the rich you know what's taxing them gonna do literally nothing anyway It is also, like, so, like, obviously it was performative, 
The entire Met Gala is performative. It's just like a performance. It's like thirty five hundred bucks a ticket, isn't it? Thirty five thousand dollars a ticket. Yeah, but like all the people there went for free because like the designers, you know, pay for pay for the tickets. Yeah, what? Because they want their stuff. I mean, I don't care. This is rich people bullshit. But essentially, I just got so frustrated because so many people. Like, if that's what, like, AOC wanted to do, go off. Like, I don't care about her. The issue I had was, like, people projecting all this heroism onto her. They're just like, oh, shout out to AOC, leftist queen. And I'm just like, bitch. So I take it you're not a fan? No! (laughs) Bro, like, what's literally going to happen? Like... AOC, like, credit to her. She's going to inspire thousands of people or whatever. But she's like... Like, there's no actual value to what she's doing in the long run. Because she's essentially operating within a government that is Mm. illegitimate from the start. This is a settler colonial government that is on stolen land. Nothing they ever do can be in the best interest of everyone because they are actively committing genocide. Like, I don't care how ethnic she is. I don't care how many TikTok dances she learns. Like, and then, like, the fact that fucking she started selling merch... Inspired by the dress. And then they said that all the proceeds would go to, like, her campaign and her quote-unquote grassroots activism. Bro, there's nothing grassroots about the work people do behind closed doors in governments. That's not what grassroots mean. We talked about organizing last week. This week, grassroots doesn't happen. Grassroots. Yeah, yeah, literally, grassroots happens in the community. They don't happen by people behind desks that get to yell at each other every day and get paid for it, you know? Anyway, I've yep, talked for too long. No, see, look, this is, this is, this is you know, to the, all those listening, this is what you call a perfect setup. You chuck out the, you chuck out the fishing line, you just, and you just wait for it to bite. That question, I specifically, I was like, yes. This is what you call hashtag good content, right? Fuck you, Dylan. And a good take. <laughs> like, I, like, I fully knew that you were baiting can me. I, I fully knew that you I were baiting the, me. Can, can I show you the real hetero in me throughout all of that? Yeah. Throughout that whole AOC thing. The first thing, because I saw, I, I saw it on the shade room, right? Oh, my God. But the <laughs> The first thing, the first thing, I, I, to be honest, AOC couldn't even give two dams what she was wearing or her. I looked at the person next to her, I was like, who is that? Uh, you literally, you literally sent me a photo and you were just, and then I was just like, not this fucking photo again. And then the next message was who's standing next to her. The thirst of this man. The- so yes, go to, I, to, I still haven't found out who she is. But she probably is an eight or her sister. I don't know. But I was like, man. Oh, I. I, was like, okay. I found out who she. Oh, you know yeah. who it is. Um, but I forgot. Well, and you weren't going. To, you haven't told me. It's been a week. Yeah. Well, you know what, Dylan? You'd know if you watched my streams. But oh my god, who who is it? You, are you seriously not telling? Oh wait, I. She might be tagged on AOC's page. Dylan, we're in the middle of recording a podcast. <laughs> Ask me the question. 
Hey. Oh. oh my god. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, and I just checked. <gasps> no. Longo, what caught your attention this week? Oh, I'm so glad you <laughs> asked, Dylan. Um, okay. Anyways, that'll be my thirst trap for the week. We should have a thirst trap segment. No, for the week. Dylan, we're not doing that. <laughs> we need to stop planning this podcast uh, on air. This is. <laughs> oh, no. This is just like. <laughs> this is the most chaotic shit. Okay. Moving on. <clears throat> Moving on. Can I ask you the next question? Yes. What was your song or music for the week? Wait, we didn't. Oh, you know what? Who cares about my answer to that question? Because. No, you, go, well, no, no. What were we going to say? No, what the say what caught my attention. Because obviously. Did I not ask you no, that? No. <gasps> oh my gosh, how rude of me. Oh my god, I got so caught up in the first chat, I completely like. I'm so sorry. You know what? That is that is one. Let's Lamar. let's skip it. What caught your attention this week? Oh my god! What caught my attention this week? I do not have an answer for this. Oh my god! Are you serious? Yeah, you made me feel bad. I know. You I just, just made I, me feel I bad know. I just want. I that. wanted to give you shit, but then like when it dawned oh on me god. that there were consequences I had to face, and I like regretted it <laughs> instantly. See, this is why I should have trusted my gut and just moved on. Oh my god! Oh, okay. And like technically, you didn't even tell it's anything at the top of your head. You didn't even tell me what caught your attention. You just baited me into talking for twenty minutes. No, I. I I, I really wanted to get your take on it because I, to be honest, the Met Gala stuff, I, I mean, it's always been a rich people's thing anyway. And it's very, hip. Like I, I mean, you know, it's just people in designer clothes and things that I really don't give two shits about. And also like super ugly. You know what? I mean, what? That is. One of my favorite rappers, ASAP, turned up in a what? He turned up in a cereal bowls doona. Okay. Yeah, it was. It made for great meme content, though. Yeah. Um, um, problematic Kim Kardashian turned up in a cloth. Yeah, that was. I'm. I'm pretty sure that was Pauline Hanson the entire time. <laughs> anyway. Did you see the? Did you yeah. See the meme? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So very quickly, what caught my attention was. I think Lil Nas X killed it at the Met Gala. Like, he was, like, he was so impeccably styled. Like, all three... No, just pick one. All three outfits, so good. Um, I couldn't disagree with you more. What? Just pick one, man. Oh, my God. You know what? This is peak straggled behavior. We're moving on. (laughs) What's your song of the week? Not Dylan being, <laughs> not Dylan being homophobic on my podcast. Wow, <laughs> yo, you're not gonna drop that, yo. I'm, I'm kidding. Nah, I refuse that. Nah. Take that back. Obviously, okay. You know the skin tight one. one. No, the skin tight one. T- I'm sorry about you, a knight's tail, but you know, like, pick. Why do you have to come out in shiny armor? I mean, if he wore the because, armor all day, I would have been... That would have been Because, fine. because no. he's gay. Because he's gay, Dylan. Because he's gay. That is the answer to the question. Mm. Moving on. What's your song of the week? 
<laughs> my song of the week. Um, I've been listening to it for a while, and I, I, I did want to bring out. I did. Want, I, I brought up um, standards last week, um, but this week in particular is a song by Six Sixties. There, um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say later single, but it's called Pepeha by the great uh, Aotearoa band Six Sixty. Um, yeah, they release they 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 recently released a song as part of the Waiata Anthems Week, um, which was last week, and it was also uh, in the lead up to the Te Wiki Te Rawa. Okay, I'm going to say this. Please don't cancel me. I'm going to. I want to say this properly. Te Wiki Te Rau Māori Week. So it was Māori Language Week last week, um, and uh, New Zealand musicians and artists they redid some of their hit songs um, in Te Rau, uh, in Te Rau Māori to yeah Te Rau, oh oh my God yes in Te Rau to celebrate um, Māori Language Week and as part of the Waiata Waiata anthem. So um, it's a beautiful song. Uh, go listen to it. So it's called Pepeha by 660. I practiced that so much <laughs> before today. Just because I, I, that's the one thing I didn't want to stuff up and I literally stuffed it up. So I'm so sorry. I don't mean, I'm not trying to diminish or minimize the Maori language, please. I really did try. And I'm so sorry that I stuffed it up. But what's your song of the week? Um, I have, okay... Just that this song is so beautiful. It dropped last year, so it's called Warm Body by Nicole Chambers. But the music video, like, dropped, like, a year after it released. Because, like, it was from an album called Voice of a Virgo. So it dropped in Virgo season last year. And then this year, Virgo season, the music video is dropped. Dropped the music video. And it's such a gorgeous, gorgeous song. And mm. um, what I'm actually going to do is I'm going to make a Spotify playlist of all the songs we bring up. And I'll just link it in every episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Stop planning our podcasts Dylan- mid-session. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't planning this. I planned <laughs> this. You planned the podcast, like, the podcast has been planned. You're the only one planning. I had this in my brain. <laughs> this is just the first time you're hearing of it. Anyway, Warm Body by Nicole Chambers. It is such a gorgeous song. Warm Body by Nicole Chambers. It, like, like I'm not even kidding that, like, Ooh, it gives me okay. so many chills. Like, it's like, so, like... Like it sounds like honey. Anyway, that's um, yep. that's my song. Love it's it. incredible. Um, added, added to the Spotify. Yeah. So let's move on to our next question, Dylan. What pissed you off this week? <sighs> what pissed me off this week? Well, there, there was a lot of things that happened in Fiji that pissed me off. Um, I said at the start of the show, I talked about one. That that really was uh, one that pissed me off. Um, but I guess... In, 
oh. because there were so many things that pissed me off it was only very um it's only recent but there were recently melbourne protests as they were in sydney and brisbane over the oh, weekend fuck off um but i think what pissed me off the most was i guess just seeing the video and images that came from that where the protesters um decided to stampede the police officers um <laughs> sorry i shouldn't have laughed <laughs> oh shit i should cut this I sh- this is so bad i should not have laughed um i'm gonna cut it um, when i edit it this is coming out i'm sorry continue so should i just that again? no i'm not gonna cut no. it out yeah um but you know there was there was there, now you know coming out since the days that happened there were a police off two police officers are getting investigated um because they were they were captured um, spraying mace into the eyes of an elderly woman that was on the ground. Jesus. Yeah. So, you know, they've, I think they've been suspended and going under investigate as of today. Um, but just seeing some of the protesters also just run up to cops and start assaulting them just to break the line so that everyone could like run past. Um, that infuriated me to a degree because I would, you know, this is a very generalized statement, but I would dare say a lot of those people are the same people that scream all lives matter and blue, blue lives matter too. Period. So, you know, it wasn't, wasn't very all lives or blue lives matter. Was it? Um, but yeah, I I think, I, I just think the way, the way lockdowns are going at the moment, um, you know, everyone's feelings towards lockdowns, vaccines are valid. If you want to get the vaccine, go get it. If you don't want to get the vaccine, you know, I guess those who um, have had it before or are wanting to get out of this lockdown a lot sooner would say, would advocate, hey, just go get the vaccine. The sooner you get done, the better. But if you don't want to get it, pro-choice, that's up to you. I personally am not going to demand someone to go get it if they don't want to get it. Literally um, last week, you said that... I know, but but this is... No, I, w- I do want them to get vaccinated. Okay. Um, but I, as I... And I did... I actually, I didn't say it last week. I don't think so. But I'm not for mandatory vaccines. Girl, did say? you did say that last week. Did I? You know what? No, I didn't. You did. <laughs> no. You did. We're cutting this out by No, way. I did not. We're keeping this yes, in. This is so chaotic. <laughs> uh, oh my god! Did I say that? Okay, we're. I'm. Sw- I believe you did. <laughs> I, I don't. Think I, I don't look. I fully believe in like personal bodily autonomy. So like, I would never say to mandate vaccines. You said something like, "Oh, every like if it were up to me, everyone would get vaccinated." But I'm not a dictator like that. Oh, I did say that. Yes. Yeah, but I, I don't want to mandate it. Put it that way. Okay, yeah. If Yes, I said if I if I was a dictator, I would literally... Everyone would be... Thin. Yeah. But I don't, I, I'm not for mandating. Yeah. And a lot of my friends today and over the last couple of days who are in the trades and construction industry have been laid off because the um, Victorian government has shut down construction for the next three weeks. 
and because it's also uh, you need to be fully vaccinated to be on site and site capacity is only at 25 percent um so i I think the overall environment that we're in is is what's pissing me off because it's creating a lot of it's it's creating an even it's creating a segregated community with this vaccine and not vaccine and making privileges for vaccinated people and unvaccinated people can't go to things etc etc so yeah at the moment i'm a bit pissed off and i don't know how to feel about it yeah that's so fair but if i was a dictator as i said last week everyone would have been vaccinated 18 months ago period but i'm i'm not that thank god um yeah yeah. yes if i have gone back on what i said last week call me out look you know (laughs) it is what it is you know Oh my god. So yeah. And what's pissing you off? What's pissed you off this last bit? Um uh, there like I had one, but it's like a bit dark, so I don't think I wanna go into actually let's do it. So um I found out on Twitter yesterday, I was yesterday years old when I found out let me read from this thread. So, quote, thinking about how the CIA ran a brothel in San Francisco for 15 straight years where they paid prostitutes $100 per night to drug people with a wide variety of substances without their knowledge on camera from behind a two-way mirror, unquote. (laughs) Wait, wait, I'm sorry. Can you just read that again? Quote, I'm, I need to say, quote, because bitches be taking yeah. out of context all the time. Quote, thinking about how the CIA ran a brothel in San Francisco for 15 straight years where they paid prostitutes, sex workers, $100 per night to drug people with a wide variety of substances without their knowledge on camera from behind a two-way mirror. Unquote. What was this story? This was literally called Operation Midnight Climax. This is so... Like, okay, so what made me angry about this isn't the fact that it existed, you know? Like, obviously... I mean, that did make me angry. But, like, Mm. why I'm bringing it up, what made me angry is the fact that people were surprised by this. Like, obviously, this is surprising information. But, like, it isn't surprising that the American government would do this. I was just about to say, it's so CIA. Like, this is... Like, I'm so frustrated with people that put their faith in states. The state will never look after you, bestie. Your comrades will. Your community will. Not the state. The state is literally using billions of your tax dollars. Oh my god. That was actually what I was going to say before I read this story. The fucking submarines that ScoMo bought. Oh my fucking. That's my... That's my... 
um, clown of the week. So continue. I, okay, I won't go into that because you'll bring it up later. But yeah, honestly, you bitches need to realize that a government is never going to be, be the solution to your problems. You know? Y'all need to start thinking about the revolution. Y'all need to start reading some political theory. Because, I don't know about you, but I'm fucking tired of capitalism. And y'all need to get on board. Preach. Preach. So, yeah, that was what pissed me off. Now, what did you learn, Dylan? What did you learn this week? Um, I learned that... I learned that I needed to pay more attention to my body. Oh, are you going to post of... news? <laughs> Check out my OnlyFans for nine nine nine. Period. No, that's actually a joke. And this is... I'm not hating on OnlyFans, but no, I'm not on OnlyFans. So please don't ask me for the link. Yeah, he doesn't have um, the energy or the technical knowledge to run one. Like... All the package to do it either. So let's just... Hey, (laughs) everyone's into something. (laughs) Bro, if you do start an OnlyFans, like, I can handle the back end. Um, No pun intended. But, like, I can, like... (laughs) I don't want to see it, but I can, like, set set up the page and stuff. But, yeah, back to what you learned. Well, I I appreciate that, but uh, maybe a different lifetime. Um, yeah, I just, I, I think I need to pay, I, I, I learned that I need to pay more attention to, um, to my body and what it was telling me and just, uh, if you need rest, take the time to rest. Period. Um, a good thing over the weekend I think that I did was, um, you know, just learn to relax. There's not, you know, I don't need to be doing a hundred things at, at one time and, de-stress the mind let the mind open up and just let everything out and um yeah just just be at peace with myself so uh yeah and I, I think the last few weekends have I've only reiterated that and um you know if you are uh, <clears throat> you know I'm bored on a weekend when I'm asking people for questions yeah that was ridiculous like, yeah. It was fun. Don't get me wrong. I, I love the people that are engaged with it, but... I... Oh, I'm saying that fully as if I didn't vote in every single one of those stories. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. But yeah, I think... Um, yeah, I think just, uh, you know, take the time if you need it. Go for a walk if you need it. Be by yourself if you need it. You know? And uh, so, yeah, that's what I learned this past week. How about yourself? Oh... I learned that you're going to get so annoyed um, because you've been telling me this for a year. Um, But I've learned that it is actually okay to rely on your friends for help. Now, I have known this the entire time. However, it normally takes a psychotic break for that message to sink in. And lucky for let's go. Lucky for me, I had one last week. So I'm just like, damn, my friends, fucking bad bitches. You know, like I'm out here crying on my close friend's story, and they're like, bitch, I'm gonna buy you dinner, 
I'm like, wow. I love that. So, yeah. I love that. I learned that I... Actually, no. I didn't learn that I could count on my friends. I've always known that. I've learned that I need to stop being such an asshole about it. Like, I didn't... And drop the pride just a little bit? It isn't even pride. Okay, maybe a little bit. And a little bit ego, but that's a Virgo. I'm not a Virgo. It's not like... It's not an ego (laughs) thing. I'm just like... Like... I just like... It's not that I don't like relying on people. Like, I love relying Mm. on, like, my family and stuff. It's just, like, I have just relied on people that have fucked me over quite a bit. So, like, I'm still trying to, like, process all of that. But, yeah, I think, like, the big lesson (laughs) is that, like, you need to sort through all your trust issues. Because your friends are your friends for a reason. Yes. So, yeah. Love that. I love that for you. Thank you. About fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. See, I... Honestly, the amount of emotional labor (laughs) I had to endure for well over a year. Okay. Just trying to get you to at least get up. Dylan. Or go for... This is rent paid. You're li- and rent you. You're literally so dramatic right now. You're like yeah, you know. can't say an entire year. You ghosted me for three <laughs> months. Excuse me. I did not ghost. Yeah, he didn't ghost me. He was just no. I just forgot to message all my friends, and then because of that, I've been saying they've been ghosting me. Anyway, <laughs> but speaking to your point, which you just brought up before, yeah, yeah. Just to add on to what I've learned, what I've learned is what like I actually don't need, I like as well like at least for the last fifteen months anyway. I don't need all the I guess the fake relationships or friendships. Yeah, because I literally cleaned out my entire like. Um, directory, if you want to put it that way, just with like whether it's whether it's on Instagram, iMessage, Facebook, whatever. Like, I stopped needing validation from people. Oh, period. And that was, and that was something personally. Yeah, right. I was going. Yeah, like now I'm just could give two fucks. I love this for you. And it's it's yeah, it's it's been so good, so good. Because a lot of these people fucking will backstab you anyway. Yeah. Right? And I will one day, if I, like, I'm a, I'm a petty dude. Like, I, Yeah, you're a Scorpio, you me, I obviously. Back. I will bite back and I will make sure when I come back, I will put you in your coffin. Not literally. Just, you know, um, that's how petty I am. But, yeah. But even with that. I just don't have the energy for fucking fake people no more. Yeah. So. Also just going to take yeah. this opportunity to say shout out to me for surviving the purge. Um, I'm honestly <laughs> not surprised, but, you know. No. One of the one of the great things and what something I'm very appreciative over the last, or at least the last two years, anyway, since this whole pandemic started is the fact that we have a friendship and that I've come to know you and I've learned so much stuff from you. Amazing. Um, I'm like, I'm like vice versa. You're 
you know, you're one of my... I hate that I'm gonna say this, but also my camera just died, so that's fun. But, you know, you're definitely one of my favorite people. And the fact that I'm saying this about a straight man is kind of tragic, no. but, you know... Just keep it coming. Here keep we are. Coming. Um, keep it coming. But yeah, so, I'm gonna throw to you, you've teased at this earlier, but who is your clown of the week? Uh, so the clown of the week goes to Australian Prime Minister Skymo. Mr. Scott Morrison. Scamo. Scamo. Um, so <clears throat> your your camera's dead, by the way. Am I just looking at? <gasps> Gosh, I should capture this before. Dylan, stop! Don't. Oh my God, you're going to screenshot. Dylan. <laughs> at least I look cute. Okay. Continue with Scummo. <laughs> um, so for all those who don't know, um, Australia recently entered into a historic security pact with the US, United States, and the UK in the Asia-Pacific and what's seen as an effort to counter China. Now, it's called AUKUS? AUKUS? How do you say it? AUKUS. Girl, I don't know. So it's A-U-K-U-S. AUKUS. Um, now, it will... I'm. By the way, for I'm just reading some notes here. Because I don't want to blab. And I want to make sure I get it right. It will let Australia build nuclear-powered submarines for the first time using technology provided by the US. The AUKUS, the AUKUS pacts will also cover artificial intelligence and other technologies... And it's one of the country's biggest defense partnerships in decades. Um, now, with that being said, as part of this deal, we have scrapped a $90 billion deal that we had with France in, in building submarines. Now, you alluded to submarines earlier. Another element of this is that Australia will have nuclear-powered submarines in the near future because of this deal. And it is directly to counter China and China's influence and power in the Pacific. So my clown of the week goes to ScoMo. It goes to Boris Johnson. But also, as a funny... Have a laugh. Also goes to President Biden, who in the press conference whilst on the same call with Scott Morrison and Boris Johnson, couldn't remember ScoMo's name. <laughs> Did you see that? No, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> so, President Biden is, is... I think he's wrapping up. The, they're just wrapping up. They're saying their final things. And he turns to um, Boris and goes, um, just like to thank Boris and our UK counterparts. I'm paraphrasing here. It's not quote for quote. Um, for you know, your work, blah, blah, blah. Looks at, looks at the screen, which has ScoMo on it. Sort of hold pauses for a bit and goes, and, um, I'd just like to thank, just like to thank our dear friends down under. Stop. <laughs> he, couldn't, he couldn't even remember Scott Morrison's Did name. Did it not even have is, his name on the bottom of the screen? I, yo, Biden's, t you know, a year out from, being substituted because he's, you know, he's, he's losing it. 
but yeah, it was that was it was funny. <laughs> it was a funny, uh, funny encounter. But yes, clown of the week goes Scott Morrison, who was um, bringing nuclear submarines to Australia's coast and to Australia, and um, it is all to counter the influence of China in the Asia Pacific particularly the Pacific, it also excludes New Zealand, and New Zealand have said those submarines will not be near these waters. Um, North Korea has thrown their two cents in and said this is could be a trigger for a nuclear war or along those lines. And uh, France have t- suspended their ambassadors and they've flown back to Paris. Paris. So... Yes, that's my clown of the week. That's so funny. Just... But you... Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's... you have to laugh because the amount of money that was sunk into this cursed deal could have, like... 40, 90 billion dollars. They spent 40 of it. And they've just torn it up. Bro, so many people in Australia are just, like, suffering... And, like, this bitch is going to, like, ask workers for a, re- like, to pay back, what is it, job seeker or job keeper? Job tra- uh, yeah, job seeker, job seeker. And then he's just going to let fucking corporations hold on to, like, the millions of dollars they've scabbed off of, like, yeah. the job, whatever. Yeah. Who, was, who was the biggest one? Who was the biggest court? It was it, um... I... Oh, a name it- is like in my brain, but I kind of don't want to say it in case that's defamation. But oh, um, it's not a retail company, is it? I think so. Oh, it is. It is. It is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, you know, they took. I think. I think one retail company took a hundred forty million dollars worth of job job seeker. Yet they still they t- they didn't even they turned over well over 70% of their profits this past year because of online shopping. Yeah, they literally made so much money. Mm. And, like, ScoMo's not even going to ask for it back, but he's going to ask, like, working-class people to pay back the disaster payments they got in the middle of a fucking <laughs> pandemic. Ben, yeah. Truly a clown. Yeah. Yeah. But... So yeah, here it is. I'm just going to read this. So Australia tore up a $50 billion deal to build 12 submarines. 12 submarines cost $50 billion. And that's been torn up. And I, I'm pretty sure 35 or 40% of that money's already been spent. Which is why the French aren't happy. But nuclear-powered submarines... I mean, you want to you want you were you were going to start on it earlier, but what was what did you what was your two cents? What did you want to go off? Because this is your time, go off. Oh no, I was just like talking. I just brought it up briefly to <clears throat> illustrate the point that governments are incompetent and cannot be relied mm-hmm. upon to help people, because the only people they're going to help are the ruling class, the capitalists. Facts. So, yeah. Facts. So, who's your clan of the week? I, okay. It, this is, like, smaller scale, so I can't name names. Um, okay. But, just, 
there was an Instagram account created. And they're just like, oh, we're here to keep activists and people in our community accountable. And they're just like... And, like, it's literally terrifying. They're just like, oh, like, we're here to keep the community safe by keeping individuals accountable. And, like, are essentially being like, oh, let's just, like, buy into, like surveillance and over-policing rhetoric, but make it gay so it's fine. Do I know this account? Um, I'll DM you, but it is is such fucking clown behavior. Bro, we're already over-policed. We're already under surveillance. Didn't the Australian Mm. government, like, pass a law that said that they could hack into anyone's socials without a warrant first? Like, yes, like we're living in like such a massive surveillance state and with the limited capacity you have as a member of community, you're going to turn around and be like, oh, you know what we don't have enough of fucking (laughs) knocks in the community. (laughs) Like we're like, okay, like I understand That, like, if there are people that are hurtful in your community, you want to take action. But you don't go about it the way that cops do. Because cops aren't inherently, like, they occupy an inherently violent role in society. Like, in a post-capitalist world, we're not going to have communist cops walking around. Like, the entire Mm. role and function in society they play is an inherently oppressive one. So, like, as part of a community, you shouldn't want to be policing other community members. You should want to be helping them. So, let's say, hypothetically, that someone in your community is causing harm. You don't go and try to dig up trash on them. You don't go and try to slander them or try to threaten them with being quote-unquote held accountable on social media. You actually do the work into being like, hmm, are these claims substantiated? Has someone been harmed by this? What do they need if they have been harmed by this? But no, you decide to become a fucking pig instead. Anyway, (laughs) that is my clown of the week. Thank you. And to that clown of the week, fuck you. Yeah, a cab. Even if you're my neighbor. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I love that. Actually, you know, just on that, I do. You do you feel that? Do you feel that? People go down that that route because they themselves don't feel a part of the community in a way, or they're not accepted into it. No, I think they just haven't um, developed a consciousness outside of capitalist programming, you know? Right. Like, I feel like... You know, a lot of cops, you know, maybe they start becoming cops because they do want to help their community, you know? Mm. 
that doesn't mm. mean that they are helping them. Like, intention doesn't negate impact, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you for that. No worries. I do want to... Um... <sighs> ah, no. Accountability. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I don't know why I didn't think of this earlier. Um, just, I'm not trying, I don't want to, I don't think this is policing, so I'm going to go off just for a little bit. But I'll be real quick with it. Um, but over the weekend, um, this is sport, so bear with me here, but you can chime in because it's, um, on the weekend, um, on the rugby league channels instagram channels uh one of the key broadcasters channel nine does work with um sunny bill williams and i'm getting a nod that he does not know who i'm talking no i know who he is i i thought he was so hot when i was in primary school okay um well he's one of the commentators and he does a lot of work with them and you know i i think it's great that he's that he's on the platform, that he's given a voice and he's given a platform. And, and, I, and I do love the fact that he promotes um, Pacifica, Pacifica players um, within rugby league and union. But over the weekend, there was a, a promo video to hype up <clears throat> the Penrith and Parramatta Eels game. Um, but within the, 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 the caption of the video was called Pacific Pride. And... It highlighted, the, it was hyping up a lot of the um, Pacific Islander players that play within Penrith. Three of them, uh, four of them actually, are very good, very good players. Um, Jerome Luai, Brian To'o, who were both Samoan. Um, then you got Apisai Korisau and Bill Kiko, who were Fijian. Great players, amazing. Um, but in the hype video, Sonny Bill Williams is constantly referring to all Pacific Islander players that are playing rugby as Polynesian. Constantly referencing Polynesian pride, references the two Fijians as Polynesian, etc., etc. Um, and I, I watched this, and I, I didn't want to be the serious guy, but I did comment under the post saying... The two Fijian players are Melanesian. Yeah. Um, then there was a, a there was a comment that um, someone close to Sunny Bill put saying, uh, "Sheesh, chill out. Just be happy that we got some love for any of our Polynesian brothers on the screen. The more love and appreci- appreciation, the better. Doesn't matter who and how many. Everyone's always got to find something to complain about." Um, this person's verified, by the way. So this person also has a platform, etc. Um, and I wrote back saying, and I'm quoting, it's actually important that this distinction is made. It actually does matter. It's important for Melanesian people to be represented correctly on mainstream TV. It's the Pacific Islanders, uh, it's the Pacific Islands, which cater the Melanesian, Polynesian, Micronesian people. We don't fall, we all don't fall under as Polynesian. It's not the Polynesian Islands. So yes, it does matter who and how many. Um, but to that comment, 
I also did get a lot of people who were very or taking sarcastic bites at me, etc., saying doesn't matter, blah blah blah. We're all Pacifica people at the end. Any of this, anyways. What I'm trying to say is that representation is very important, and correctly, correctly um, representing the distinctions within the Pacific and the different groups of people within the Pacific is also very important. And we all don't all fall under Polynesia, and. I did speak on this last week, but it's also one of the things that I guess I'm trying. I'm still trying to learn and educate myself on is not trying to hold. I'm is making sure that Melanesian and Micronesians are represented in Pacifica spaces because a lot of Pacifica spaces are polycentric spaces. Oh, absolutely. And and the fact that this was coming from two people who are Samoan New Zealanders. Um who have a platform and I would assume would have a lot of knowledge because of the people that they play with, et cetera, et cetera. I was very disappointed in the fact that I was, you know, told not to complain because I was wanting the term Melanesian to be correctly presented when doing such a video to a big audience. Um, and yeah, so... They're not the clan of the weeks, but they are a special mention. Yeah. Fuck them. Sorry, that is a bit aggressive. <laughs> but like I'm like I'm genuinely so over polycentrism. I'm uh like we literally make up ninety percent of the Pacific. Mm. And then apparently our identities just don't matter. Clownery. Absolute clownery. But, but it's it's it was the it was the it was the sentence of it doesn't matter who and how many but in the same breath they're saying they're we're all Polynesians still oh I was just like yo this is exactly the point is that it does matter and you're being an idiot right now and you should know better it's just like people need to realize that the Pacific Islands aren't a synonym for Polynesia mm. you know. Um, but I can talk about that for literally years. But that's, you know, I reckon that's like a decent spot to wrap up on. Like, that's one of the yeah. reasons why we started this podcast. Because, you know, like Pacifica anything is just oversaturated with Polynesian experiences and Polynesian voices. And that's not to say that, like, they aren't valid or it isn't important that they're platformed. But it starts to become an issue when people that speak for Pacifica are only from one specific group. Mm. You know? Mm. So that's why this podcast and this space exists. Because, you know, so, so do we. And we deserve for people to know that. Facts. So, yeah. Facts. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Pacifically. Um, we hope you've enjoyed it. Do you have any parting words? Parting words is... Um, what's today? Monday. And this is coming out on Friday. So, parting words would be... Have a great weekend. Tune into more episodes of Pacifically. 
but also take the time to do um, your own work as well and, and read up not only on what you know, but what you think you don't know and what you may want to know. Um, and reach out to people who will, uh, will, will be able to inform you. Um, but if you also just want to chat shit and learn more about what's happening in Melanesia from you know our perspective and lenses, flick us a DM. Um, there will be an Instagram page up by the time you're listening to this. So go check that out, follow that, click the like button and the notification button and any other button that you make sure it comes up and do that the same on Spotify. Yeah. But have a, have a great weekend. As always, Lamol, your labor and time and space is always appreciated. Yours too, Dylan. Where's... Look at me. Knock up, my lord. <laughs>